stay awake. No, that's not a, <laughs> I'm not ordering you around. That's the topic today. Welcome to Following the Truth. I'm Gary Zimek. Today is Thursday, August the 25th. We're going to look at the gospel today where Jesus reminds us. I like the, the way this is happening. You know, we've been doing different themes all week, keying off of the daily mass readings, either the first reading or the gospel. And uh, earlier in the week, I talked about the necessity of being ready, being prepared, not not focusing on what might happen. The state of the world is coming to an end. When's Jesus going to come? Is he coming today? Assume he's coming today or you're going to meet him today. And, and then we're going to be fine. Really, that's uh, that's the challenge for many of us to to really live your life as if today was the last day, and and not in a way that means just go out and enjoy yourself. It means do what God wants you to do today, because you might not get another chance. I don't think that's a negative way of looking at life. I think it's a way that inspires us. Somebody like me needs that because I tend to be a procrastinator. I tend to put things off sometimes. And I need to have that sense of urgency every day because you never know. I'm going to quote Frank Sinatra. I've used this quote before. I really like it. Live every day as if it's your last and one day you'll be right. You know, and, and I've used that quote before. I love it. I don't, I'm not so sure old blue eyes meant exactly what Jesus meant with that sentiment, but could this could be it for us today. Let's make a difference. Here's the gospel. Matthew chapter 24, verses 42 through 51. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. By the way, proof that nobody knows the end of the world. Jesus is telling us that. Don't listen to people who are trying to freak you out by telling you otherwise. We just don't know. Assume it's today. You won't get in any trouble. Be sure of this. If the master of the house, Jesus said, had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So, too, you also must be prepared for an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. In other words, when the boss comes back, are you working? Are you prepared? Are you ready for him to come back? Amen. I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my my master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him to a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Such nasty language, nasty, nasty. But it's, it grabs our attention, doesn't it? Listen, if it's been a long time, and I'm speaking to you as somebody who loves you, as your friend, as somebody who struggles with this, if it's been a long time since you went and received the sacrament of confession, if it's been a long time since you have confessed your sins, can you make it a point to do it this weekend? You know, it's Thursday. Most churches have confession on Saturday. If it's an emergency, you can go today. If you feel so inclined, call your parish, tell your priest you want to confess your sins. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. I'm going to go this weekend. I'm trying to go more frequently. It's a life-changing experience. Not only do you get forgiven for your sins, you get the grace to deal with your favorite sin. You know, the one you just can't purge from your life. As much as I try, I can't get rid of this. Confession gives us grace, sacramental grace to deal with these sins. It's a great sacrament. Every sacrament 
is an encounter with Jesus. Of course, the Eucharist is the sacrament of sacraments. We receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity. That's him. He goes into us. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. But every sacrament the church teaches is an encounter with Jesus. The more encounters you have with Jesus like this in the sacraments and in prayer, the more grace you get. And the more you're able to become like him. And the more peace you'll feel as well. So, you know, be ready. Don't say, well, I'm going to clean up my act one of these days. Let's do it now, okay? I'm going to do my best to do that in my life, and I'm going to encourage you to do the same because we just don't know. Why not be ready? Amen? All right. Hey, thank you for listening to the program. If God wills it, I'm going to be back here tomorrow for the Friday edition of Following the Truth, and I hope you'll join me. God bless you. Talk to you next time.